This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Start of the third period, Penguins Senators even up at three. And Bruins now leading the Islanders 2-1 late in the second period. We'll keep you updated on those. Avalanche and Flames in half an hour. Stars and Sharks later on. Canucks will take on the Lightning. Lightning then come to Edmonton tomorrow to meet the Oilers. 5.30 face-off show. Play-by-play at 7 with Mooner and Stoffer. All right here on 6.30. Chet as the Oilers will try to match a season high by uh, winning their fifth consecutive game. The... Uh, Pacific Division, Vegas 58 points, Seattle and Los Angeles both 56, and Edmonton 53. So the Oilers have really helped their fortunes by winning four in a row. They are the uh, first of the two wildcard positions in the Western Conference, but obviously hoping to move up into the top three in the division. Playing better lately and a tough opponent tomorrow with the Lightning, their first of four games before they go into the bye week and the All-Star break. Going to be a pretty fun weekend at Claire Drake arena as well for the first time since october of 2019 the golden bears take on their hated rivals the saskatchewan huskies in regular season play of course the pandemic wiped out uh, a season in canada west hockey and, and i believe now the scheduling format doesn't allow for every team to uh, go to every rink every year so this is a pretty big deal the huskies are coming the golden bears are third in canada west the huskies are fourth and for more on the bears we welcome their captain back to the show it is matt fontaine matt you're on with reed how have you been sir Hey, I've been doing really good. Thanks for having me. Well, it's nice to have you on the show again. Matt, I'm going to start with you, and and I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but I I know you're an intelligent, uh, worldly young man. Uh, You may have heard in our news or you may have heard in other reports today that Zellers is returning to Canada. You should be old. First, you, you should be just old enough to remember Zellers. In some form. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay. I remember him. <laughs> okay, so is there a store that no longer exists that you wish would come back? We some people suggested Blockbuster that I used to work at when I was around your age. Somebody said San Francisco, the store that used to sell all the kind of goofy gifts and stuff. Anything come to mind for you? Oh, wow, that's tough. I think honestly, it's it's funny you bring that up. Uh, I would probably say Blockbuster because. I, I was in a conversation with someone today how it's crazy that back in the day you had to, it was, a, it was a big thing going to rent movies and rent video games from there, and now you've got access to millions online. So I, I definitely say Blockbuster. It was fun going back there in the day. Uh, you're 25, is that correct? 25, yeah. 25. So you're probably one of the, well, maybe some people a little younger might remember going to the video store, but, but probably people... Um, probably even under 15 they'd be like what are you talking about right yeah i was probably one of the 
one of the older or younger people now that probably went to a blockbuster back in the day. And were you renting? Okay, I'll ask you something else. Do you know what a VHS tape is? Yeah, yeah, I okay. remember. I remember watching <laughs> some old ones on that. Okay. Yeah, when I worked there, uh, this was uh, when was I at Blockbuster? No, I worked there for three years, but I got a lot of stories out of it. Uh, was it ninety-five to ninety-eight? I was there. And okay, it was yeah. still, I, I think we were just getting DVDs in to rent out as I as I left <laughs> to focus more yeah. on, on schooling and, and get into this broadcasting career. So, all right. Well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for going down that, uh, that lane with me, Matt. That's, uh, that's fun stuff. Okay, I, I want to talk about this weekend and some Golden Bears storylines. If, if you don't mind, though, I want to flash back a couple weeks to one particular game. And unfortunately... It wasn't one you guys got two points out of. You did you did rescue a point because I was hosting this show and Cam Moon, who calls the Oilers games on Chad, texts yep. me and says it's five nothing Mount Royal partway through the first period. Yeah. And I said, Mooner, what's the score? You wrote you accidentally wrote five nothing, and he said, No, it's five nothing Mount Royal. You guys wound yeah. up losing six five in a shootout. What the heck happened? And how how did you come back to at least get a point? Yeah, that one was one of the crazier games I've been a part of. It it definitely was kind of a tale of two games. The first 10 minutes being down 5 nothing, and then the remaining 50, winning the remaining 50, 5 nothing. So, uh, yeah, definitely coming into the locker room after the first period, I think we brought it back to 5-2, but uh, I don't know. We know, we know the group we have, and... For, it was a weird feeling in the room. We we had a feeling that be, even being down five nothing, we we knew we had the group to be able to come back. Obviously, it's a pretty tall task to be able to come back and win it. But we just sort of chipped away and got back to our basics and kept things simple and just sort of chipped back to five nothing. And then overtime, I think we had to kill a four on three in overtime, and then ended up losing it in the shootout. But yeah, in in a game like that, obviously you want two points, but to be able to take one point off of being down five nothing is pretty pretty nice and something that you definitely can look at the positives for moving yeah. forward. Yeah, which is good. Now, uh, look, I know you played a long time in the WHL, and before that you would have played high-level hockey and all that stuff. Have, have, can you ever remember trailing a game 5 nothing that early? I don't think so. I think that's the quickest I've been down 5 nothing in a game ever. I played in Everett in the WHL, so we... We rarely gave up five goals in a game just with <laughs> defensive systems and Carter Hart at our goalie. So we rarely would give up five in general, let alone five in the in the first ten. And you had Constantine as your coach, didn't you? Yeah, I had him for four years. Right, not not a fan of being scored on. <laughs> no, no, we were we were pretty structured with him. Okay, well, well, thanks for talking about that game. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you had the crowd going as, as you came back, so that's pretty cool. Um, Golden Bears season as a whole, as usual, you know, good record, 15-5-2. Pretty competitive, though, at, at the top of the league this year. Uh, how do you guys, uh, I mean, again, only five regulation losses, but, but how do you feel you guys have been playing? Have you sort of been meeting your expectations for the most part? Um, yeah, I would say there's, we've had a few, a few games where for the most part, similar to the Mount Royal one, we play a good 50, 55 minutes. And then, um, we've ran into a penalty trouble a few games, which has, uh, made winning difficult in those games. So, I mean, whenever you're in third place and in a pretty competitive and good league, like we're in, in the Canada West, it's obviously we're in a good position right now, but 
Uh, I think there's definitely a few games looking back that we shot ourselves in the foot a bit with, with penalties or uh, just not starting games at the on time and kind of putting ourselves behind the eight ball. But all in all, moving into the last six games and into playoffs, we were getting a bit of a bit of a role this last weekend and a good week of practice. So um, we're kind of just building in and hopefully we can get on a run moving into the last half of the season. And, and Calgary's won 15 in a row. Is that what they're at now? Yeah, they they're on a pretty impressive run. I think it's the most wins in program history for like their longest streak. So they're 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 a very good team this year. They're well coached and they play their systems very well and they work extremely hard. So uh, we dropped two to them just before Christmas, I believe. But yeah, since then they've they've just continued to roll. So they'll be they'll definitely be a team that uh, is the one to beat in the playoffs this year. Matt, Fant- uh, Matt Fontaine, Golden Bears hockey captain, joining us on Inside Sports. So you got Saskatchewan coming up this weekend. As I was saying, they have not been to Claire Drake for a regular season game since October of 2019. Matt, some of my best memories, either going as a fan or some games I've got to cover, or I've even done the show for while this game is being played a few times. Some of my best memories watching hockey are Golden Bears Huskies games. Um, now, again, I, I know for you, you you've, you've been on the team through COVID, some scheduling changes, uh, but can you give some context for the Golden Bears-Huskies hockey rivalry? Yeah, honestly, you you saying that stat, I didn't even realize that. I was not I was on the team at that time, but I was redshirting that season, so I haven't even played a, a game against the Huskies at the Claire Drake, but uh, going there this season and uh, going to Saskatchewan last season and then just obviously watching the games, well, I've been on the team. They're always very intense, very locked down, high intensity games. They're fun games to be a part of, and uh, usually we sell it out. And I think this weekend's our alumni weekend as well, so we'll have a little extra motivation to uh, to do well this weekend and and look good for for the alumni and put a good put a good team forward. But yeah, it's it's a really exciting weekend and a really excited. Uh, it's, little mini series to be a part of so it should be fun all right yeah those are going to be good ones for sure and you'll get good crowds and I'm, there's always going to be some saskatchewan fans there as well as i'm sure you know they they, oh, yeah. they, come, to, they come out of the woodwork and put the green on uh for sure for sure uh let me ask I'll, I'll i'll open the floor up for you here to be a good captain and teammate uh any any teammates you you want to pump the tires of tonight or somebody that's uh, working hard doing well or you think deserves a little love here on the airwaves yeah, uh, I think there's quite a few. This last weekend, um, Eric Florchuk, uh, Adam Hall, Josh Prokop, they're, they're a line, and they've been, they've been doing really well lately. Uh, Josh Prokop's leading the league in goals right now, I believe. So he's having a, a very good season. And then uh, I think Eric Florchuk had five or six points this weekend. Um, and then another guy that is kind of putting together a nice little rookie campaign is Jake and Smallwood. Uh, local guy from Watas or from Millet, sorry. So, um, yeah, what he's done just kind of coming into this season, uh, first year with the team, he's put together a pretty good resume points wise and just the things that he does away from the rink and um, the little things that he brings to the game. He's a very good 200 foot player and should be a really good player for the Golden Bears for the next couple of years. And I think should be able to have some pro opportunities if that's the direction he wants to take in the future that's good to hear matt before i let you go remind everybody of uh, of what you're studying at school 
Yeah, I'm um, in my last year of my Bachelor of Commerce degree and uh, finance major. So three more classes to go. All right. Well, good for you. Okay. Do you, do you have something you'd um, do you have something you'd concrete you'd like to do post uh, post schooling or just still seeing um, seeing where it takes you? Yeah, still seeing. I've I've kind of thought about putting a master's application in and maybe doing something analytics based, whether that's sports analytics or just business analytics. But um, I think for now, probably just folks on graduating here and then uh, maybe going to Europe next year and seeing seeing if I can play pro over there for a couple of years or see where that takes me. But I think job wise, maybe analytics based something. Down oh, the road. cool. Okay. Yeah. Neat. Well, perfect. Yeah. All right. Hey, well, Matt, it's always fun talking to you. You're, you're a very good interview. I know you love playing for the Golden Bears. I love when the Golden Bears beat Saskatchewan, so I hope that happens <laughs> a couple times this weekend. Go get them, and I hope we talk again soon, man. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me again. That is Matt Fontaine, the captain of the Golden Bears hockey team. Uh, so if you want to check him out this weekend, and there's a lot going on, the Oilers have a road game, Oil Kings have a couple home games, so uh, you got hockey options for sure. But the Golden Bears, 7 o'clock both Friday and Saturday against the Saskatchewan Huskies. Those are going to be fun games. Matt is uh, an excellent representative of that program. It is 7-18. They're almost eight minutes into the third period, still 3-3 between the Penguins and the Senators. We'll keep you updated on that one. Uh, I believe we have have uh, continuing answers to my question uh, which now defunct store would you most like to see return and why we'll get to those your home for all the news and expert opinion inside sports with reed wilkins on 630 chad Okay, first of all, great song, Humans Being by Van Halen. Eddie and Sammy not really speaking to each other at that point. From one of the greatest tornado movies ever made, Twister. Going green. Is, is that the line from the movie Twister? Yeah, when that machine uh, okay. See, lights I, up at the back I of struggle. the truck. Okay, Cam Moon. Great okay. guy, great podcaster. <laughs> he remembers a lot of lines from movies, and we'll be having a conversation or joking around, and then all of a sudden he'll say oh, something. Oh, you should have heard us off air about yeah. a week ago. <laughs> and I'll just, I'll just give him a blank look, and he'll be like, Reed, it's from such and such a movie. And I'll say, I'm sorry, Mooner. I just haven't reached despite having worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> now, as having said that, I bet you I could reenact over 75% of the movie Spinal. This is Spinal Tap line for line. Or, or like movie. be very close. That's a great movie. But even other movies that I liked or maybe have watched multiple times, just it doesn't stick with me. The only thing I remember from I don't remember any dialogue from Twister. I just remember there was the cow that got lifted off the ground yeah. in the funnel cloud. And then there's a one-liner after that, but I can't remember what it is. But I just remember going green and in Greenage, because the machine in the back of the truck, it had to turn green, you know, was, before it launched. Was that right? Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton? It was. Who has since passed, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Gertz was in it. Jamie Gertz, uh, is it, I believe she owns the Atlanta Hawks or part of the Atlanta. I think that's the team she owns. Oh, wow. Uh, along with husband, Tony wrestler. She is part owner of the Atlanta Hawks. Huh? Anthony wrestler. Anthony wrestler is a American billionaire hedge fund manager and sports team owner. Yes. Ah, uh, Jamie Gertz, I believe, uh, I shouldn't, I, I believe she's one of the richest women in the United States. 
Um, yeah. Interesting. Carrie Always was in that. Yes. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoff Hoffman, who has also uh, since left us. Mm -hmm. Twister, 1996. Directed by Jan DeBont, who directed what action classic two years earlier? Here's trivia for Kellen. Oh. Uh, it, was, it was on a bus. A oh, of, Speed. Yeah, he directed Speed. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And he was the uh, director of photography for Die Hard. Great movie. Yeah. And Basic Instinct. So how would you like to have been the director of photography for that? We'll just that, leave that there. You know what? Okay. No, <laughs> That's a don't good tell it. That's action. enough. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> We're not going anywhere else with that. I like that resume, Reed. <laughs> okay. Which now defunct store slash establishment would you most like to see return and why? Okay. Uh, well, we got uh, a little bit more San Francisco's love that I'm going to hit on, on, on the uh, text line right now. Uh, Heidi texts in and says, her dad's friend from Ross Shep owned all of the San Francisco's. They were a YEG company, so an Edmonton company. If I remember correctly, they had a terrible fire in their warehouse, and that was the beginning of the end. Then, of course, all of the dollar stores. That's from Heidi. Oh, wow. Okay. That's I, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's good to get that knowledge. I, I didn't know that about the fire, but there, we're getting a little bit of story behind why maybe some of these places don't exist. All right. Thank you, Heidi. Mm -hmm. Mark texts in and says, hi, Reed. Uh, A&B Sound oh, that, had the okay. best selection of yes. lowest prices for music, books, and electronics. That would be one of the ones for me. Oh, I love A&B Sound. Yeah. I when, So when I moved from Edmonton to Lloydminster, just but then when I you know I'd come back obviously once or twice a month it wasn't that far and hang out for a weekend but I would always go to A&B Sound and then when I came back to Edmonton A&B Sound closed down within a, a couple months of me being back in Edmonton and I was like oh man oh. that sucks that yeah oh that hurts my heart to hear A&B Sound mm -hmm. and we got one more quick one from Grandpa Michael who really misses the Army Navy store oh yeah that hasn't been gone for too long right mm -hmm. uh, there was the one right on White my dad does art walk. They had uh, an art walk in there. I think they had 20, one in Londonderry Mall as well. Twenty-one. So yeah, it's that they had the White Ave art walk over several weekends in uh, the old Army no Navy location. All right, those are cool. We'll we'll try to get to a few more. And Ante Litre, he's back with your Edmonton Elks.